good to see you together again this morning as well as for those of you who are joining us online did you catch that phrase in the song that uh, we just sang he has the final say did you catch that yeah I mean what a great reminder the the Lord our God our Savior he has the final say he has the final word and that that's important for us to remember as we go through um, challenges and, and struggles, um, storms of various kind, which we're talking to, about. Um, the Lord has the final say. Uh, today I'm going to talk to you about one of those days. Have you ever had one of those days? Yeah, uh, I, I know that you can relate to that. Uh, I think about it in so many uh, capacities. I think about it, first of all, um, with us corporately as a church. I, I think that, wow, we were on the verge of overcoming uh, pandemics, right? Overcoming Zetas, uh, which was last year. Um, overcoming personal challenges. And we were moving forward by faith as a church. Um, we were fixing up our campus. We were going all in. Think about that, the phrase all in, which is this series. We were going all in um, on the church, all in on the Lord. We had opened up community Bible studies. We had been uh, making steps forward all in. And then we have one of those days, right? Um, so I think about that, you know, because this morning, uh, you know, we're able to use our facility, of which I'm very thankful. There are churches in our region that cannot use their facility and, quite frankly, won't be able to for weeks, months, or maybe even the next year. Um, we don't miss that. We continue to pray for them, and we continue to look for ways to be an encouragement to them. Um, then you think personally, perhaps personally, um, you've experienced one of those days where um, maybe... You had things moving in the right direction, and now you're dealing with your personal life, your house, um, your kids, uh, school, all of those things, and, and you had that. There are other people that in our region, quite frankly, um, they don't have their homes, even, even close to us, people that are connected to us. Um, their children won't start school even until the next month, so um, a lot going on there. Sometimes you, you have one of those days, and the followers of Jesus then are no different than us today. Um, you're going to have moments where it just feels like one of those days. And this morning, I want to talk to you about how do you get through moments like that. Because that's really what we're facing together, um, those of us here in the room, those of us online, and quite frankly, those of you who are our partners, you said, we're with you, we're standing with you, we want to be beside you, we want to help in this moment. You're part of helping us work through one of those days, and everybody's going to have one of those days in some capacity, where it just all falls apart, it doesn't work out, your plans don't add up, and what do you do? Well, let me tell you what you do. You don't quit. You don't run. You don't stop. You persevere. 
And how do you persevere? Well, I think as we go back and we look at what it means to be in the boat with Jesus, I think you and I will learn something this morning together as a family of faith on how do you overcome those days? How do you move past one of those days? And, and those days will look different. They, the storms of all types, which we've talked about. But I want to go to the passage uh, of the storm that we haven't looked at directly yet from Luke chapter 8. So I want you to take your Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 8. Um, by way of reminder, as you are turning in your scripture, for those of you who are our partners from a distance, thank you for your support, for your words of encouragement, your texts, your phone calls, your emails. Um, yes, we're coming to you live today from our campus, but as you can probably hear, tell, and see, it's, it's different, right? And we're going to be living in a little different world for a while as we continue to navigate that. Don't forget about us. Continue to pray for us. Continue to give. Continue to support us. Continue to let us know that you're there. Because not just here is Calvary, but our region. We don't, we don't lose the fact that we are not the only ones that are impacted, and there are others who are impacted even more so. Continue to pray for us because we are all committed to recovering because God has called us here. He's put us in this boat. This is our mission, and we are going to overcome. So thank you for being a part of that, uh, as well as for those who are here gathered in the room today. Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8 is a powerful passage, another rendition of that moment that's covered in Matthew, twice in Mark, and also here in Luke, Luke chapter 8, verse 22. Just a few verses, but this is what the Bible says. Now on one of those days. Now don't miss that, because the disciples had it too. Now on one of those days. <laughs> you see, you never know what a day is going to bring, do you? You never know what one of those days is going to look like. They're going to come, we're all going to face them, but one of those days they had them, we have them, and we all have to choose to overcome them to continue to move forward by faith on one of those days. One of those days, Jesus and his disciples got into the boat, and he said to them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they launched out. But as they were sailing along, you ever been sailing along in life? You're sailing along. It all works. It's all going the right way. You're just sailing through life, and it's all good. That's what they were doing in this moment. Sailing along, he fell asleep. And a fierce gale of wind descended on the lake, and they began to be swamped and to be in danger. They came to Jesus and woke him up, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the surging waves, and they stopped. And it became calm. And he said to them, where is your faith? Where is your faith? They were fearful and amazed, saying to one another, Who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Now that's another recording of these moments. I, I think it's pretty important if it's recorded in all the Gospels, right? Um, three out of four directly, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, this moment um, where we should probably learn something about it. Um, also, I realize that you're probably asking, well, well, how many sermons can you get out of this story where Jesus is in the boat with the disciples? Well, at least two more. 
and probably a couple of more after that. I mean, like myself, did you think that in reality when we started talking about water and storms and, and boats and being all in with Jesus that we would be facing a storm that would blow up so fast, so furious, out of nowhere, that would impact all of our lives in region. We didn't think that, right? No, we're sailing along. And we thought we were in difficulty right last year, but then you come back and you look, wow, okay, well, here's another challenge. It happens. It's why Dave Ramsey used to say in, in your financial life, you want to have a rainy day fund because it's going to rain. Uh, and having a rainy day fund these days is really hard, right? It's really challenging, um, not just for you, but for the church, for all of us, you know. Rainstorms happen. They happen. Um, those days happen. And honestly, they happen when you don't foresee it, when you couldn't have planned for it, when you didn't know that things were going to change in the blink of an eye. Um, when things were going to fall apart, when it all was going to go against you in the blink of an eye. A and that's where you get a choice, by being in the boat with Jesus. You get a choice that you're either going to sink or you're going to overcome that storm. Today, as I talk to you about one of those days, I want you to be able to take notes and write this life lesson down because the disciples teach us something very important about facing storms in our lives. And they, and they come in all types of shapes, sizes, fashions. They're not just named storms, hurricanes. They are personal. They are real. Um, and they come up out of nowhere. And we have to face them on those days. Well, here's something very important that I realize about facing these type of storms and going through those days. You ready? We as children of God, as people of faith, we get the victory when we overcome the storms. We get the victory when we overcome the storms. I, I want that to sink in for just a moment because here's the reality of life. Anything great has this moment where you have to overcome great difficulty every time. I mean, let's just think about our, our local football team, the Saints, for just a minute. There was a time when they were called the Aints. And, and you know, we've enjoyed the last several years of them actually winning a game or two, right? <laughs> um, we've kind of gotten spoiled, right? But there was a season of life where some of you wore bags over your heads. <laughs> you wouldn't confess that today, but I know <laughs> some of you, you know, you just kind of hung on through very hard times, right? Um, and now you see something victorious. You go through these times where, where things are lean. Now, that's a simple example, but, but apply that then to your life. Um, have there been times where you would look back on a storm on a that day and you didn't know or see how you would overcome that, but today you look back and you're able to say, I overcame that challenge. I made it through that storm. I fought through cancer. I fought through divorce. I fought through broken relationships. I fought through financial struggles. I fought through moments where I lost my job. I fought through challenges that came my way. I fought through that. 
and today you stand victorious. Some of you, that's who you are right now. You stand victorious because when the storm came your way, you chose victory over defeat. When the storm came your way, you were given the opportunity to swim instead of sink. When the storm came your way, you were able to exercise your faith in the darkest season of your life and to say, I choose to move forward by faith. I will not succumb to this. I will not go back there. I will move ahead in the right direction with the Savior who's in the boat with me, and I'm going to overcome. When you choose that direction, when storms come your way, when that day comes your way, when you choose to be able to say by faith on one of those days, when it comes, yes, I'm going to experience victory in this. Now listen, um, you may feel like defeat. You may feel oppressed, depressed, discouraged. You may feel like death. I understand that. Walk through those seasons and valleys as well. Sometimes with you, right? Sometimes in other seasons of life. We go through that as people. But when you have these storms come your way, whatever they may be, these challenges come your way, and by faith you choose to move forward to walk through whatever it is, you get the victory when the storms of life come your way. If you give up, you don't. If you sink, which Jesus is not going to let you, you don't get the victory. But when by faith you face these storms and you overcome them, then you have something in your life that God allowed you to overcome that you can look at and go, I overcame that. I, with the power of Jesus and those who are around me walking through it, I experienced a victory when it surely seemed like total defeat. When it seemed like I was going to fall behind, be left behind, when I was going to lose out. No, God brought me through the valley of the shadow of death. And in that moment when, yeah, I felt evil and all those things come, I came out and he led me to this other place. He walked me through it. And there's something about the power of persevering, of overcoming storms, that builds within you this certain sense of character as it's listed in James. As the writer of James says, your perseverance brings about character and your character builds your hope. Having victory in the moments of life where you overcome the storms, there's something about that that just builds you up as a person, gives you great senses of accomplishment in things of life. Oh, and by the way, you don't get the victory in life if you don't have to overcome something great. You don't. You don't get great victories if you don't overcome great challenges. You can sail on by like the disciples did in the boat. You can waltz right on through. But something about overcoming whatever that storm may be, you then are able to put a marker down and say, you know what, I have a victory over that because I overcame that storm. That's the power of the moment when you get a challenge. It's not a challenge to sink, to give up, but it's a moment to swim. It's a moment to get right. It's a moment to choose to walk forward and move ahead. And that's the difference between those who surrender to Jesus in the boat and those who don't. I think what's awesome is that I'm reminded this phrase all in, it actually is... Uh, 
coined by one of the couples in our church. As a matter of fact, their, their testimony or story is still online on our website. And I told them early on when I was starting this series, hey, this series actually comes out of you. Now, I didn't realize we would all be walking through this in our region, but I want you to know, and I told them, I'm about to do a series, and, and the, the phrase comes from you, because at a critical point in their marriage, they said, doesn't matter, we're going to go all in. We're going to go all in on one another, and we're going to go all in on Jesus. And they haven't flinched. Now, they've gone through storms just like you've gone through storms. They've gone through this last storm and continue to walk through it just like we continue to walk through it. But as I look at them, I know that they're still walking through it with the Lord and with one another. They're all in. And by the way, they're able to say there was a point in their life where they faced a great challenge and they chose to go all in together and all in on Jesus. And that's where you get great victory. That's where you get a sense of, yep, we turned our direction. We turned to the Lord. We chose to overcome in the midst of this storm. And then there's this marker. There's this stone that says from that point forward, Jesus became everything to us all in right? You don't get those victories unless you're willing to in the midst of the great challenges to overcome, to persevere, and trust the Lord. And that's why in the moments of storms it's so important to say, yes, Jesus, I'm going all in, all in with you, and all in with those around me who love you. Here's how you overcome those days. You see, the disciples had one of those days, a normal day, a day where they're sailing on through, a day where they thought it would be normal. Now, Jesus knew, and just so is true of us today, um, God knows when we're going to face something that we can't see. God knows. It doesn't catch him off guard. It catches us off guard. It surprises us. It doesn't surprise him. But just as he knows it's coming, he also knows that you as a child of God can survive that. Just as it doesn't surprise him, but yet it surprises us. He knows that if we trust him and we choose by faith to overcome the storm, there is a victory that's coming. And every time there's a victory in our life, remember this. We get the victory, God gets the glory. Every time. We become a stronger person. We experience the victory of overcoming something. And as a child of God, who gets the glory? He does. And that's very important to remember because even in this moment, in this storm of the disciples' lives, they couldn't beat the storm, but Jesus could. They couldn't overcome the darkness, but Jesus could. They couldn't calm the waves, but Jesus could. They couldn't find peace, but Jesus could bring them peace. That's where, in the midst of these moments, we have to be very, very careful to say, yes, I will get the victory. I will experience victory in this, but God's going to get the glory. Jesus is going to get the glory. And you see that happen in this story. These are very important setups for these things. Number one, how do you, how do I, how do we overcome in the midst of storms and get through one of those days? Well, first and foremost, you always have to launch out. You have to launch out. The Bible tells us, that the disciples launched out in the boat. This story tells us that they launched out in the boat. 
Now, that's pretty important for you and I to understand how to make it through storms and to be all in with Jesus. Because last week we talked about being on the other side, right? We talked about what it means to be on the other side. But what happens if you never get in the boat? I mean, sure, it looks like you're safe. You're, you're parked on one side. Oh, man, that sea is dangerous. Oh, that's too risky. Um, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And so, so many times in life, what may happen is instead of going on the adventure with Jesus, we just play it safe on the shore. We don't want to get to the other side with Jesus because there might be storms, right? For the disciples to grow in their faith, for the disciples to be able to learn that they could overcome any challenge that would come their way, for them to be able to expand in their understanding of who Jesus was, how much he loved them, how much he was willing to rescue them in their moments of dire need, for them to do that, they first had to launch out. And here's why that's so important. You can't experience victory over any difficult season of life if you don't first launch out in the boat with Jesus. You have to launch out. You actually have to get in the boat with Jesus. And then you have to be willing to go somewhere with Jesus before you can experience the victory that Jesus is going to give you in storms that you don't see. You actually have to launch. You actually have to step in and be willing and committed to move forward. And if you don't do that, if we don't do that, then what happens? Well, you might stay safe on the shore, but you don't really know what's going to happen on the shore, by the way. I mean, you might get bit by a snake or something, right? You might choose, well, I'm just going to stay where I am and I'm going to freeze. Well, then you're paralyzed. And you may not even be able to experience the victory of overcoming something so challenging and difficult and know that Jesus was with you, walked you through it, and brought you to where he wanted you to be safely on the other side. You miss out on the whole journey and experience of faith. You miss out on that moment of victory by overcoming the storm. You miss out on that when you don't launch. And here's the thing. When I think about how to overcome challenges, how to be all in with Jesus, it doesn't matter if you're on this side of a challenge, if you're in the midst of a challenge, or you've made it to the other side and you don't know what's next. You never overcome the storms if you're not willing to launch out. You never overcome difficulties in your life if you're not willing to take the step to move beyond and move forward. You can't overcome your past. You can't overcome your personal problems. You can't overcome the difficulties that are just going to happen on those days unless you're willing to say, okay, on this day, I'm going to launch forward. I'm going to launch forward in the boat, all in with Jesus. I'm going to step forward. I'm going to step forward by faith with him. And I'm going to move instead of staying put because that's where victories begin to occur. That's when you overcome the storm is when you're in the boat, you launched out, you get in the midst of the storm and you get through it because you actually took the step to trust Jesus with you in the midst of that. Launching out. Now, launching out can mean... New opportunities, right? I mean, so many times we think about launching out. Um, 
well, I'm going to do something new, right? Or I'm going to, I'm going to take a new opportunity, a, a new job. Some people right now are going, I'm going to move to a new city, right? It can be something new, or it can be that you launch out with a new perspective in the midst of what may have been old to you. It may just be launching out in a new way into the same sea that you had sailed many times before. You see, I believe that Jesus and his disciples knew where they were. I mean, the thing about it is this is just a random story of random people. These guys knew how to fish. They knew where they were born. Matter of fact, they had spent most of their life in this region. So they probably expected storms will pop up. They've probably seen them before, but maybe just never walked through that kind of storm. They were able to experience something fresh and new with the presence of God in the boat on that day in the same location with the same people, with the same circumstance that they had never experienced before because they were simply willing to launch out on that day. Look, there are some days where you don't feel like launching. I don't feel like launching, right? There are some days where you may feel like, uh, I don't know if we can move ahead or, or I don't know um, how I'm going to tackle this problem. Or <laughs> some days you may not feel like getting out of bed, right? There are some moments where these days happen. And I realize that for some of you, you may not feel that right now. But there are other people who don't have their home today. They don't have their church today. I mean, when people would ask me, well, well, well how, how are things going related to the hurricane? How are you dealing, et cetera? I'm like, I have a house and I have a church and we can fix them. There are other people that don't, right? And if you don't have that, and if your kids are not in school and you don't know where they're going to go and you don't know where help's going to come from, then that's a real storm, right? It's one of those days. And the reality in those moments is you may not feel or see how you're going to get through that storm. But launch, launch, get up out of the bed, right? Launch, take one step of faith. Launch, make a phone call. Launch, hey, for those of you who haven't been impacted, make a positive, encouraging text or note to someone who's going through that in this region, right? Launch, and launch with the intention of being a blessing to somebody. Launch with the intention of being an encouragement to somebody who's in the boat. Launch. Taking that step forward, going out in faith, being able to tackle those problems, and doing it with people of faith, that's how you overcome the bad days. One of those days where the storms blow in, you're able to do it because you launch out. And launching out in life, whether to something fresh or something that is something you've known for your whole life, but you approach it with a fresh attitude, launching out you are able to experience a victory that most people standing on the shore will never experience. And here's the reality. Let's bring it practical to our life right now. We will overcome as the people of New Orleans and this region. We will. Did you hear me? We will overcome. And we're grateful for all of those of you who stand with us. Um, but there are some who won't, right? We will overcome. And we will overcome by faith because we launch out with a direction following Jesus because we know that he's the one that is with us in the boat. We go all on him. We will come to the other side. We'll make it through this storm and we make it through those days. That's where launching out by faith, by putting 
your feet in the boat by getting in the boat with Jesus, that guarantees that you are going to experience a victory in your life and you are going to overcome the storms. It, it doesn't matter if it's cancer, doesn't matter if it's another health thing, doesn't matter if it's a relationship or a personal item or financial or a hurricane. You will overcome, you will get through the storm because you're willing to say, I'm launching out, I'm getting in the boat, and I'm going there with Jesus, and he's going to get me there. And it takes faith to get in the boat, and it takes faith to do that, but by that faith, I'm going to experience my victory. That's you. That's how you overcome, by launching out. Number two, you don't just launch out, you call out, right? So we kind of looked at this a few weeks ago. Um, Simon Peter, he cries out to Jesus, Jesus, Lord, save me, right? The disciples in, in Mark chapter 4, right? Mark chapter 6, you kind of see them saying, hey, we're perishing. And Jesus says, hush, peace be still to the storm and probably to them as well. <laughs> Sometimes we need Jesus to say, hush, I got this. Be quiet. Stop talking, right? Stop fretting. Stop worrying. I got, trust me, right? But to get to that place, you have to call out. And the disciples in every scenario, the followers of Jesus, the children of God in every scenario of this storm, always somebody's calling out to Jesus, always. So if you want a victory in the midst of your storm, it not only requires that we launch out by faith, that you take a step forward, that you move forward even when you don't see the results. It also means that in the midst of your storm, in the midst of that day, in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of the process, you have to call out to Jesus. And in Luke chapter 8, what I love about this one is a little different than the other ones that we've looked at in detail so far. Um, in Luke chapter 8, they don't just call out. They call out, Master, Master. Now, I love the fact that the translation brings that word forward to us today. That word is so strong because it literally means this person is in control. This person has control of the storm or the day or the circumstances. I am acknowledging, okay, I'm not the master anymore. I'm not the master and commander of my sea anymore. He is. He's the one that I need. He's in the boat. I'm in the boat. Master, master. And in that moment, they're just kind of acknowledging Jesus is greater than. They don't fully understand it. We get the rest of the story. We understand that. But this is a huge step forward for their victory. This is a huge step forward for them overcoming the storm. This is a huge step forward that we can learn from. Because in the moment of your bad day, that's when you say, Master, Master. And they even say, We're perishing. Sometimes you feel like you're perishing. Sometimes you are perishing. Sometimes you're going through that difficulty. And we feel those things now. One of my greatest challenges personally right now is the reality that I know of some deep needs of some people. And I struggle because I can't meet them fast enough. And I'll call and I'll ask for help. Man, we'll be there in three weeks. Three weeks is too long. Can't wait three weeks. Like we got to solve this. Those are some of the greatest challenges that I face as a pastor. But then I realize I'm not the master over that circumstance. Lord, these people are struggling. Lord, other people are struggling. Lord, Lord, you've got to do something about this. Compassion. God, show mercy. God, show your practical help to these people. That's where when we go through these storms to get to the victory, you've got to cry out to the one who is the master. 
You've got to call out to the one who is in charge and ask him for things that he can do that are beyond what other people in the boat can do. That's pretty important because as they call out and they call out for help and they call out to the master, that's where their victory comes from. Now, as I, I think about this storm, I, I think about one of those um, classic, um, really strong Christian movies, Forrest Gump. I don't know if you've ever seen it, right? Um, really good Christian movie, right? And, and there's this one character that um, I know you'll probably remen- remember him if you've ever seen the movie, Lieutenant Dan, right? All right, Lieutenant Dan um, in the movie um, is fascinating because Lieutenant Dan goes from this, this, you know, this hardcore military person, right? And like, um, gosh, you, you watch him in battle and then Lieutenant Dan suffers this injury and he's really ang- angry because Lieutenant Dan loses his legs, right? And, and Lieutenant Dan is angry at the world and angry at Forrest for rescuing him from this really challenging moment. And then a little bit later in the movie, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest are in a storm. They're in the boat, right? And, and they're, they're in this moment. And, and Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan, what does he do with his no-legged self? He like shimmies up. I don't know how he did it. He's really strong, I guess, right? He shimmies up to the, the, the crow's nest, right? And what's he doing? <laughs> Come on, storm! <laughs> Bring it on! Like he's calling him. And he's, he's really like talking to God and like he's he's really just letting it all out against this storm and and you know if it's me in that moment I'm, I'm thinking you know if if I'm God oh, oh you're being blasphemous you're you're being disrespectful in this moment I mean you think about it they're riding out a hurricane forest I mean you know you know forest right and, and I don't know how they survive well forest is the captain right and lieutenant Dan there is yelling out and crying out at God and letting it all out at God right and all of a sudden and you would think God would just sing the ship you would think God would just strike him down right but then they make it through the storm they're one of the only boats that make it through the storm and I realize it's just a movie it's just a story right um it's a really great movie really great story um and they make it through the story and then they're one of the only boats that survives and then on the heels of that, they're one of the only shrimping boats that survives, right? And then on the heels of that, they're the, one of the only substantive businesses that survives. Oh, and by in the process of the storm, angry old no-legged Lieutenant Dan makes peace with God. When I think about that, you know, there's a reality that these days kind of come. You know, it's the days where your legs get cut out from under you, right? The, um, the challenges come your way, and, and it's just one of those days. Um, but you don't get the victory if you don't launch out, okay? You don't get the victory if you're not willing to call out. And by the way, in the midst of a storm, you're, I mean, I can't yell loud enough, but in the midst of a storm, your own personal storm, when you're calling out to God, um, you're probably not being really nice or really quiet. Like it may come with tears, angst, agony, deepness from your soul, but it comes out, right? You call out to the master. And then in the midst of that, you're going to find a victory. Your, your boat with Jesus in the boat, because you're all in with Jesus and you're all in with those in the boat, you just somehow miraculously are going to get through the storm. You're going to get to the other side, just like we will as a church, just like we will as a people of the region by faith. You get there. And then you have peace with God, and something about making it through the challenge allows you to experience a victory that you would have not experienced had you not walked through that valley. 
you wouldn't sense or appreciate the accomplishment had you not gone through the difficulty. But when you go through the storm and you get to the other side, now you appreciate life more. You appreciate the people you're with more. You appreciate the victories more. And God gets the glory. Why? Because you were willing to launch out. And in the midst of that crisis, that storm, you were willing to call out. And then that brings me to the third and final thing. Because I think in this story, Luke chapter 8, the real conclusion is... It's not just that you step out each day in faith to experience a victory. And it's not just that you call out to Jesus in the midst of your need. What this story teaches the children of God then, and therefore it teaches you and I as the children of God saved by Jesus today, is that Jesus, when he asks them a question, he's giving them the key to how to continue to move forward in victory for life. He asked them a question, where is your faith? And then they ask a question, who is this man that the storms obey him? Where is your faith? And who is this man that the storms obey him? And that just resonates to you and I today of a very simple third and final thing to help us experience victory in the storms. And that is, if you want to walk through the storms by launching out in the boat, calling out on the Savior, then you have to then live in the victory of trust and obey. You overcome the storms when you trust and obey. Trusting in the Lord Jesus who's in the boat with you. Obeying him when he speaks to you. Listening to him as he gives you a command. His commands are not suggestions. Every time that I've treated his command as a suggestion, I've failed or I've lost. Likewise, so is true for all of us as his people. They're not suggestions, they are commands. And when Jesus, the commander of the storm, the master of the seas, the master of the one who is over our life. When he tells us something, to trust him is then to obey him. And when we trust him and we obey him, then we are able to experience the victory. Not only in the midst of storms, but also in the midst of very normal other days. Being able to experience him with us when we're sailing across the sea. When we're sailing through life because we never forget that in the storm we learned a lesson about victory that we'll never let go of. And therefore we're learning in each and every moment of our life to trust him and obey him. That's very simple and it reminds me of a very good song, right? I mean, maybe you know the song or maybe you're too young to know the song. I don't know, but it's a really good song. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. Let us do his good will. He abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey. Why don't you sing it with me? Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. That's how you make it past one of those days. Let me pray with you. God, I just thank you for your children, for your church, and for Jesus. And right now, if there's anyone who has never trusted him as master of their life, of the seas of their life that they go through, of the boat that they're navigating. Jesus, I pray right now that they'll lay down the oars, that they'll turn over their heart and their soul to you as the master of them and save them, Lord, but also lead them in the days ahead. May that be real for anyone in this room.
and anyone online, may it be that real, may you be that close because you're with us in the storms. God, I pray right now for the attitude of victory to fill and flow within the hearts of your children right now, wherever they are. However difficult, however discouraging, however depressed, Jesus, by looking to you, there is victory. And victory, when we overcome the storms, is something we never forget. In matter of fact, it strengthens us in the days ahead. So I pray that you will strengthen all of your children and all those listening right now. Not only in this church, but in our region and those who are struggling and those who are suffering. Let them experience right now your presence and your power that you are going to help them through this storm as they call out to you. And in all things, Lord, teach us to trust you and obey you. To trust you and obey you. For there's just no other way. There's no other way to make it through those days, those storms. And there's no other way to be happy but to trust in you. God, I thank you today for this place, for your people here and online. And I thank you that the days ahead as we overcome this storm will be days that we reflect more of you, stronger faith, and we become really more victorious. And as we share that with others, God, I just pray you'll bless this church, you'll bless these families, you'll bless these children, you'll bless our family online. You will bless them in ways that we never imagined, but that we could only have by walking through storms together. I thank you for Jesus today. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. In his wonderful name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being in church today. It's good to see you all here. It's good to be together. Thank you for our online family. Continue to remember us in your gifts, in your prayers, in your support. Because yes, we are going to be victorious. But we're thankful for you as you walk alongside this with us. And we know that you do so because you have a connection to Jesus, our master, the one who's with us all. We were praying for you. We love you. And thank you again for being with us today. There's a wonderful way for us to finish our service today. And so I want you to stand, if you will. We're going to continue to go all in. We're going to continue to rebuild. We're going to continue to reconnect and recommit our hearts to Jesus. And today, as we finish our service, we're going to worship. We're going to sing a song that expresses our faith and our trust in our Lord Jesus. So I know that you will enjoy this final moment of worship with us today.